My new book is out on Audible, How to Be a Capitalist Without Any Capital. You can grab it right now. Here's what a user Thomas Lornaviticus said. Latka is the real deal. Five stars. Hey, Nathan, I just listened to your podcast with JLD. You killed it. I saw your book earlier last week and thought, meh, I'll wait when Kindle costs $1.99 or whatever, as I have over 150 books to catch up with. But then I sensed that this book may have something I need right now. I bought it for full price, but didn't really start reading it. Then talking with JLD, you mentioned that the strategies may not work if you wait. And that's so true. I read it. I'm feeling pumped to devour it even more. Thank you for sharing it all and kicking ass. Guys, all of you that listen to the podcast, you are the reason I wrote the book. SaaS CEOs, founders, entrepreneurs, go grab it today at capitalistbook.com. Especially if you like audio, go grab the audible version right now. Again, capitalistbook.com. Launched a very successful agency. Now as data scientists, lawyers building Archie, they launched and started coding about three years ago. They just launched a paid module less than five months ago. Today, they've got about 22, 28 folks paying 60 bucks a month, doing about 1600 per month in revenue, obviously hoping to scale that. They've got 500,000 bucks in funding as they look to scale with their team of 27 folks based mainly in Denmark and one in New York. This is the Top Entrepreneurs Podcast, where founders share how they started their companies and got filthy rich or crash and burn. Each episode features revenue numbers, customer counts, and other insider information that creates business news headlines. We went from a couple hundred thousand dollars to 2.7 million. They had no money when they started the company. It was $160 million, which is the size of many IPOs. We're bootstrapped. We have like 22,000 customers. With over 5 million downloads in a very short amount of time, major outlets like Inc. are calling us the fastest growing business show on iTunes. I'm your host, Nathan Latka, and here's today's episode. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Soren Monk Hansen. He's the founder of Our Key. He's also an entrepreneur, CEO, MA lawyer with a twin and a twin girl dad. He's a graduated law, so he graduated law school with highest point grade average, tried out for traditional law for seven years, and then quit to disrupt legal business processes. And now is the co-founder and CEO of a 27-person company of lawyers, data scientists, and developers on a quest to remove manual document handling. Soren, are you ready to take us to the top? Yeah, great. Thanks. Sounds great. You bet. Very impressed about that introduction. Good. Well, hey, I, I appreciate that. Am I hired? Yes, I get it. <laughs> All right. Tell me about Arkey. What's the company doing? How do you make money? So Arkey is an AI-based company secretary that automatically finds, reads, and organizes companies' financial and legal documents. So the problem today is that most businesses have their documents scattered across different drives, in Dropbox, G Drive, email attachments, etc., And the reason for this is usually that, I mean, document organization, no matter how cool a system you got, it ultimately relies on human behavior. So your own preference for file names, folder names, taxonomy, et cetera, dictates where the documents end up. And most people are just a bit lazy when it comes to actually filing correctly, meaning that everything ends up everywhere. That is the problem we're targeting. What we, what we look into here is the company wastes, uh, an average employee wastes 3.5 hours per week on actually organizing and looking for documents. Uh, there is a risk of not having control of your legal and financial documents, obviously. And lastly, there is the compliance issue that even though you don't like to, you actually have to get the control of your legal financial documents. And we solve that by uh, applying machine learning to actually look through your drives, 
the drives that you invite us into. You're obviously in full control here. And say, hey, Aki, please take a look at uh, my email attachments. Please look at my Dropbox. Please look at my G Drive. Please look at my desktop. And Aki will run through these destinations, find, uh, find relevant documents, and then label them in uniform taxonomies by actually producing its own label using machine learning by analyzing every last syllable of the document. So we don't care whether the document is called Nathan's Cool Document, if it's in fact an employment agreement. We'll read every last syllable and tell you what it is. Got it. You're actually reading the document, not just the name of the file. Yep. Very good. And what and what and sort and what do people pay on average for this per month? So an average user per user, you pay about forty days corona. That corresponds to six point two five US dollars per month. Okay, and I assume I assume you're not selling each individual seat. You're kind of selling group plans at a time. So what's the when the average customer signs up for you? How many seats are they typically buying? Usually they're buying in between ten and twenty seats. Okay, right. We're we're pretty early stage right now in terms of putting product in market. So uh, so we just launched our first paid module. And right now, our main focus is actually user engagement and proving a willingness to pay. Rather than proving a certain amount, we want to prove that people are willing to pay for this service. And we'd rather focus on making them fall in love and engage with the product than right now making them pay. Even at the end of the day, we obviously want them to pay. Of course. Just to be clear, though, so each customer right now, you know, 10 to 20 seats at six bucks a pop. So each new customer pays between 60 and 120 bucks per month. Is that about right? Yes, it sounds right. Okay. And so and so put this on a timeline for me. When did you guys launch the company? So actually, this is built on top of consultancy. Me, myself, I'm a lawyer, so I had uh, no obvious way into tech. Uh, but I just saw that, that the companies we helped with the law firm I used to work with, uh, documents were a huge mess. So we wanted to do something about it. We just, didn't, we just thought we had to go out of the traditional way of a law firm to help with this out. So we started a consultancy, a document uh, handling consultancy. And what we saw, that was still like close to, it was 99% analog. I think we applied an Excel spreadsheet, so we thought we were more digital than the law firms, which we probably were. Uh, and what we did at uh, the first two years, we basically helped the companies identify and then organize those. So Soren, what, sorry, what was the first year? When did you launch? The first year was five years ago for the consultancy. What we saw was that uh, people actually, we usually solved their problems on a use case basis. Usually, if you wanted to get your company sold, you wanted to implement a contract management system, you'd call us to actually find your documents to put into those systems, put into a data room for due diligence. What we saw was that there was actually, we asked our customers, I mean, on a use case basis, we can help you out, but why are you such a mess? I mean, what are your contracts? They're not based for use cases. They're actually based for you on a day-to-day basis to do uh, whatever the contract is aimed for. And we asked, so don't you need like a daily, daily use case here? And basically all of them, all of our customer asked, uh, said, yes, we would love to. And I had like dollar signs in my eyes. I thought this is going to be a great consultancy. However, we simply weren't able to meet demand for the consultancy. We needed something automatic here. So, yeah, so Soren, ago, when, yeah, I was going to say, so when did you launch the software? It was two years ago or three years ago? So we started building the software three years ago, getting our first machine learning data scientist on board. And we just launched, we just launched, the, launched the software in a beta uh, late last year, got some beta feedback, uh, iterated on that feedback, and then we launched our first paying module four months ago. Okay, and did you did you fund you know the first two three years of development there before there was a dollar of revenue? Did you just fund it with the consultancy revenue? 
Exactly so. Then last summer we got some investors on board, but it's primarily funded through consultancy. I see. Okay, so how much have you actually, how much have you raised to date? Funding? Yes. Uh close to five hundred K US. Okay. So not that much funded. And was that and, and how do you stru- how do you structure that when you reach out to investors? Were they investing in both the agency and the software or just the software? Well, they de facto invested in both, but obviously wanted to invest in software. The reason for the consultancy here is that it actually gives us access to know-how of the companies and data. Working with machine learning requires a lot of heavy training to deliver the algorithms, plug and play to our customers. Uh, so that was to start. That was our starting point. We actually got the data from our customers. For some of them, we got allowed to use them for trading purposes, allowing us to, to deliver plug and play software instead of yet another AI platform. Got it. And okay, so you, you launched it in beta about a year ago. You launched paid module four months ago. Now, what, what do you have today in terms of total customers paying you? Sorry, coming in? So what do you have? You launched the paying module about four months ago. My question is, what do you have today in total in terms of total customers paying you? So right now, we we uh, just uh, got 28 customers by doing uh, some very, very early funnel metrics just to prove that we could do some online marketing to onboard customers. Uh, and then we just wanted, we actually shut down the funnel to make sure that we got all of those 20, 28 customers a great onboarding experience by learning as much as possible. So right now, revenues are, are, are rather low. I think in software this year, we're going to make like 12 to 15 uh, KUS dollars. Uh, which is not the focus right now. The focus is actually giving customers a great experience. Yeah, no, I get it. Everyone has to start from from scratch. So I appreciate you being so transparent here as you're just launching. Um, so 28 customers, you know, 10 seats on average, six bucks a seat. You said 60 bucks a month on the low end. So I mean, that would put you at about 1600 bucks US dollars right now per month in revenue. Is that about right? Yeah. Okay. That sounds about right. And about a, and a year ago, obviously there was none, right? Because you hadn't launched a paid module. That's correct also. Yeah, so Soren, that's infinite growth, right? That's what you want. <laughs> exactly. So looking at my budgets, I kind of continue making infinite growth, but I'm hoping for in, in absolute figures a whole lot more right now. Yeah. So right now we're learning a lot. Uh, we've not been as focused on, on just getting, we, we'd rather prove that people want to pay and they want to engage and then from there upsell. Actually, our business model is to, Make sure that we, uh, we clean up companies' document mess by giving them that one access point for their financial and legal documents. From there, we're going to upsell to even more modules, like a contract management module, telling you when all your contracts expire and so on. Yeah, no, that makes good sense. You mentioned that you've tested some paid stuff to get these first 20 or so customers. What, what is your CAC? What are you paying to acquire customers? So right now, we paid uh, the, the first funnel we, uh, we ran. We pay about uh, 222 US dollars. Okay. Okay. Well, that's good. I mean, if they're paying 60 bucks a month, you get paid back in what, three or four months? Exactly. So, well, we just wanted to prove that the funnel sort of makes sense uh, to the target pricing and then from up and then upsell from there. But basically without any upsell, it, it actually makes sense. Yeah. And what's your team size today? How many folks are just on the software? 27. Okay. 22 are running the consultancy. Yeah. So, I mean, just, just to be clear, I mean, since you've raised so little and you've got 27 on software, the consultancy must be generating a ton of free cash flow to pay all these salaries, right? Well, you would think so. Otherwise, we're just really, really good at hiring people that want to engage in the team. And the latter is actually the truth. So people are onboarded on a mission here. So yeah, but so Aaron, just to be just to be clear though, come on. I mean, data scientists can easily go out anywhere and command one hundred seventy, hundred eighty thousand dollars salaries. I get that you're probably a convincing guy and you're really smart and there's a big mission, but these people aren't working for free. 
to be to be the truth is actually they're working for close to free right now. So our burn rate right now in US dollars is still below 100k. Okay. Monthly. Okay. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's if you take 27 multiply times four, you know, grand a month, right? That that obviously keeps you under or around that 100 grand mark. But I mean, when you walk me through how you're incentivizing these people, because other early founders always wonder how to incentivize people to do work for free. So why? How are you able to get a data scientist, someone who's high, you know extremely smart, not pay them, not give them equity, and just convince them to work for free? Well, equity is, equity is, of course, part of it. Uh, but the other part is then making sure that they can actually work with what they love. So take, for instance, a data science. Data scientists usually spend half of this day annotating data instead of writing the clever algorithms that, that, what they, that is what they really want to do. So what we did was that we built a team of librarians. We named them Data Island. And then we made sure that they were the ones who were going to label and annotate the data delivering to the machine learning team to make sure that every data scientist could actually spend the time on what they love the most writing algorithms. So we, we make sure that, that not only do we uh, have an efficient allocation of work, we also make sure that people get to work with what they love. Yeah, no, that's that is part of it. And where's everyone based? Are they all in Sweden? Uh, they're all based in Copenhagen. Okay, very good, very good. Um, good, but, but so everyone in Denmark though? Yes, true. I actually have one guy in New York right now. He just moved over there. Uh, as we launch product to do some uh, early market penetration, just to poke to the market, uh, talk about partnerships, looking at early distribution. Aki works actually better in English than it does in Danish. We've known from the very beginning that we look outside Denmark. Oh, good. All right, very good. Let's wrap up here, Soren, with the famous five. Number one, what's the last business book that you read? The last business book I read? Um, the Lean Startup, I think. It's quite a while ago, actually. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Honestly, no. Okay, number. But I do. I do spend a lot of time. I do spend a lot of time with my peers in the Copenhagen Machine Learning Society to learn a lot from them. But it probably wouldn't be CEOs, you know. Number three. What is your favorite online tool for building your business? Mm, right now, what we use the most is probably Slack. Okay, and number four. How many hours of sleep do you get every night? Mm, good question. I work a lot, and I have twin girls. Five. Six, maybe. Oh, six, not bad. Night. All right, so you, uh, you said married and two girls? Yes. Okay, and how old are you, Soren? I'm 34. 34. Last question. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? Mm, sort of, to, to, in a way, they got clever older than me. One thing I learned by building startups, one of the things I wanted to be cool was that rebel that made all his own decisions, which is also pretty cool. Sometimes it's really, really nice to just go ask people to get some decent advice. People who actually know stuff. Yep, guys, use advice, use it to your advantage. Going from Soren, launched a very successful agency. Now as data scientists, lawyers building Arkey, they launched and started coding about three years ago. They just launched a paid module less than five months ago. Today they've got about 20 to 28 folks paying 60 bucks a month, doing about 1600 per month in revenue, obviously hoping to scale that. They've got 500,000 bucks in funding as they look to scale with their team of 27 folks based mainly in Denmark and one in New York. Soren, thanks for taking us to the top.